Welcome to Project Live With Purpose. This podcast is all about helping you discover your true potential in life and how to actually step outside your comfort zone to get there. My name's Amber, and I'm obsessed with helping you shift your mindset and create the space in your crazy schedule to build a life that actually gives you purpose beyond just your career. I'm all about taking action, and in this podcast, I give you all the tips, tools, and tricks on how to actually start taking those action steps to get to where you want to go. So let's dive right in, and let's really start to live with purpose. What is up? Today, we're going to talk all about time management. This is actually a topic that I'm very passionate about because for starters, it's something that has served me really well over the last few years in particular, but really all throughout my life in being involved in so many sports and school and extracurriculars, all of that has kind of built up to where I am today in terms of time management, but also because a lot of you have been, you know, talking about overwhelm and stress and life is crazy right now. And just like life is just, ah, and we need a little bit more focus on time management so that we can just get through our day to days. So we're going to dive right in today. I have three main tips for you. The first one is as simple as being aware and knowing your schedule. I know this sounds really obvious and like not much like a tip, but I think it's a gap for a lot of us, right? If I asked you right here, right now, you know, do you actually know your schedule for the next week at a glance? Or are you kind of like, uh, I partially know some things like some things here and there, or are you that person that's on the ball? You're like, I could tell you every single hour of every single day, you know, there's different types of people out there and. And the the point of this episode is not to tell you, you must be that last person who knows everything, but it's just to get you thinking about, you know, do you constantly not know what's going on? Right. Or are you, let's think of it this way. We probably all have that friend or that person in our life where, you know, you'll be in the middle of a conversation with them or in the middle of a meeting with this person. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be somewhere else. You know, they're like, oh, I totally forgot. I have an appointment right now or I have an appointment tonight or I'm supposed to be in a meeting. Like that person that's constantly forgetting things. I feel like we can all relate to that with where we either know somebody or maybe we're that person ourselves. And the first thing is to just recognize, are we that person? Are we the in-between or have we mastered this already? And the reason I'm bringing this up and want you to actually stop and think about it for a minute is because time management, I know we have all these different definitions of it, or we have this image in our head of what good time management looks like, but let's just cut to the chase and keep it as simple as possible. Time management is simply being aware of your schedule and acting accordingly to that. Right. And, and the first piece, you know, we always know, okay, we have to figure out what, how, how to manage our schedule, right? We have to figure out how to manage our time. But the first step is to actually figure out what time we need to manage. Right. And a lot of us skip over that because we just, we don't think of it. Right. Or we don't, we, we think that we're struggling with something else when really the reality is we're struggling to actually be aware of what's going on in our lives. So some tangible tips, if you're maybe someone who's constantly forgetting things, or you just kind of want to level up your scheduling in general and your awareness of it. So I'm going to run you through how I use my calendars and see if that works for you. Take what you want, leave what you want. Everybody has something different that works. There's so many different calendar options out there that you can go and browse through and look through, but here is what mine is. 
So for starters, I have a big whiteboard monthly calendar that sits right on my wall behind my desk. So it's something that I see literally every single day. It's nice and big. I have a bunch of markers and I can write things in as they come. But basically at the start of each month, I like clean slate, write out the new month and marker in all of the major appointments or, you know, major events, anything that's going on or just things I know I need to remember. This is a time where I really just like, take 10 minutes to think about what is going on this month and tracking that. And so marking it down this, these are, I'm not putting like every single little thing. This is just, you know, the big things that I know I need to remember so that I literally see it every single day. And it's something that, you know, if you're a visual person, like I am, I'm very much visual. I remember photos and pictures really well. And so that's why I think I'm really good with my schedule. Just all off the top of my head because I remember seeing the calendar so many times that I know where each block or where each event is. And that's something that really, really works for me. So if you're a visual person, having that visual monthly calendar might be a benefit to you. So then the next thing that I do is I actually have a blank whiteboard right beside my monthly calendar. And this is something that I use as kind of like a brain dump or brainstorm of all of the tasks or projects that I'm currently working on. So this, this could be used more on kind of a weekly basis, but how I use it is I literally just write down all of the things that I know I want to do. So these are, you know, any big, small, little, you know, all the tasks that I have in mind. And that's what I use when I go to do my daily planner. So I basically have this big list of tasks that I have to refer to. It's always on my whiteboard so that I always know what's going on or what needs to happen within the next week or two. So that's my way of also visually seeing all these things as a constant reminder because how many times, before I had this system, there was so many times when there was something I wanted to do and I would just forget about it because it was out of sight, out of mind, right? Or I wrote it in some notebook that I don't open for the next month, right? So this is a way for me to be able to visually see it and be that constant reminder that those are the tasks I want to do this month. And really, I use that whiteboard as more of a working kind of whiteboard. So things are constantly being added and removed and checked off. And, you know, as I think of things, I add new ones. It's not like I just only write things one time and move on. It's kind of a working board. So anytime I come up with ideas, it goes on the board so that I remember it for a later time when I want to focus on that task. So then what I do next is you notice we're just going to kind of drive it down narrower and narrower. Now we're going to go to the day planner. So basically what I did was I actually created my own. I've used so many over the years. There's so many out there, so you don't have to make your own. You can go and buy one that works for you or just honestly use a piece of paper. That that also works. But I created my own. I threw my vision board on top of it so that that was a constant reminder for me to, as I said, I'm a visual person. Having that constant visual reminder of my goals is something that really benefits me. So just a little tip there if you want to do that for yourself. But basically I created my own template and what I actually do is I have my task list. So I have all of my to do's for the day and I actually like to break them down really, really small so that I can constantly, I like to check boxes. I can constantly check boxes off as I'm doing things, which makes me feel more productive. Right. And this might not work for some people because I know a lot of people sometimes get overwhelmed when they have more things on their to do list. And so that works totally fine. If you want to put, you know, more of the larger tasks and not break them down, totally up to you. Just the way my brain works, I like to see more things so that I can cross them off, you know, as I go. So that's what I do is I put those and I'll have in that more of the daily tasks that I do every single day. So those are things that I don't necessarily have up on my whiteboard that I just talked about, but the daily tasks. And then I always try each day to at least include one thing that's from my bigger whiteboard list 
into the day. So I'm not trying to do all those big projects on one day. I just add one each day and see how far I get on those projects each day. So it's a way to kind of manage where, you know, you have bigger goals and bigger ideas that you want to get done, but you just never get to them or you feel like you have to do it all or nothing all in one shot. But this is a way to kind of break it down and piece it down so that it seems a little bit more manageable. So that's really all that I do in terms of calendars. That might seem like a lot or very little, depending on who you are, but that's that's my system. The monthly, then the kind of weekly task list, and then the day planner. Now, I will say, I personally do not use my phone calendar pretty much at all. There's some things I do, but very rarely do I actually use my phone as my calendar source, which I find kind of funny because at work in my engineering job, I rely heavily on my phone, mostly because I'm I'm on my feet all the time. I'm on the go and remembering all the meetings that are going on. My phone works really well. So what I want to say for that is that you need to know who you are and you need to know, you know, this is comes back to the being aware, right? Being aware of your schedule and being aware, you know, maybe you're never home. Maybe you're never at your desk. Maybe you don't have, you know, having access to a monthly calendar posted on your wall that you never see, that's obviously not going to serve you, right? So if you are the type of person that's on the go and maybe is constantly forgetting stuff, maybe your phone is the resource that you need. And you can break that down by, you know, your monthly calendar. You can, you can download all these apps that have different day planners and lists and things like that. But this comes back to, again, you just being aware of what's going to work for you, testing things out and making it work for you. Now, moving into tip number two, this is all about systems. I briefly touched on that with the calendars because technically the calendar system is a system, right? But basically you want to have more systems in place for whatever you're doing because it helps you do things faster. It helps eliminate that extra time of trying to figure it out or that extra time of sitting down to plan something. It just, it's automatic, right? Those are the things that you want to do. If you are a busy person, you've got a lot in your calendar and you don't necessarily have time to get everything done, automate it, have a system. You know, these are things that may stress you out. They may scare you. You know, if you're, you probably know that I'm a very structured person. I love organization. I'm an engineer. So it kind of comes along with a job. So this is kind of my jam and I love this type of thing, but you might be sitting here thinking, Ooh, like that is not me. Like I'm not organized, not structured, totally random. And I get that. I get that people are different and you can totally see success doing the more random things and not having systems, but you'll see even more success if you sit down and try and figure that out, right? If you just take it slowly day by day and try to figure out at least one system that can help you do something faster so that you eliminate all that extra time where you're just just planning and honestly, quite frankly, wasting just trying to get that same task done, right? If there's, this is the thing you want with repetitive tasks. So if there's something you need to do like every single day in, you know, your side business or school or work or, you know, whatever you're doing or extracurriculars, like if there's something you need to do every single day, you should have a system for it. And if this is totally new for you, my best tip for you is to use timers, whatever your task is. And, you know, for example, I'll use my side business as an example. I like to do, you know, the income producing activities in like one hour chunk of time. And I used to spend a couple of hours doing this and realize I need to do it faster. And I was spending too much time thinking about it. So basically I have it down to a science with my time. So I will block out, you know, 
20 minutes for this activity, 10 minutes for this activity, five minutes for this activity, and set timers so that I can't go beyond those times, right? Like that is the block that I have to do this. If I get distracted doing something else, that's too bad for me. I have to move on to the next activity, right? When you kind of put that sense of urgency on it, it helps you be more productive and get that thing actually done instead of, you know, getting distracted and procrastinating. And just like to really emphasize this whole systems thing, if you are a non-believer in systems or, or you just think you're really bad at systems, you have the opportunity to rewrite the narrative. Honestly, we can't be winging it all the time. We can in the beginning, you know, if we're new at something, that's totally fine and that's expected and that's normal because you have to figure it out. And every time you approach something new, you're gonna have to do a little bit of winging it to do that, right? But if you're somebody who's been doing something for months or years now, you shouldn't be winging it right? You shouldn't just be leaving it up to random. We can't afford random if we're busy people and we want to see success and get things done and be productive. You have to have systems that help you do that. Okay. Now, finally, tip number three, know your roadblocks. This kind of goes all back to this tip number one of being aware. It's being aware of your roadblocks too, not just your time, right? So what are the things that distract you? Or what are the things that you are a procrastinator with? Like, what do you do when you're procrastinating? And usually that's things like, you know, scrolling Instagram reels or TikTok or watching TV or different things like that. Those are the things that, you know, are so much easier to do and things we enjoy doing, but they don't move the needle forward. And here's the key point here is that I'm not going to convince you to not do those things ever because that's not the goal. We want you to still have enjoyment and we, we want you to have those things that, you know, give you joy or relaxation every day. So that's not the goal. It's not to eliminate it. It's just to move that time around. And again, this is where we're coming to the actual managing of our time where, you know, instead of doing those things first, we save them for last. So what that means is for me, for example, when I come home from my engineering job, I usually like to spend time on my side business. So what I used to do is I would get distracted all the time on Instagram reels and just scrolling social media, like an hour would go go by and I'd be like, what the heck just happened? So now what I do instead is that I block out the time for Instagram reels at the end of my night. So I make sure that I have my, my work activities that I need to do in the first slots of time that I have so that I get those things done. And I use the Instagram reels as more of like a reward or a relaxing activity that I get to do once I'm done or things like watching TV where it's so easy when you're you're watching Grey's or something like that, where you watch one episode, there's a cliffhanger and you're like, oh, I'll just hit play on it one more. You know, what harm does that do? And before you know it, you didn't get anything done that night. So instead save it for the end, right? Because then you can totally relax. You know, you got things done and you were effective that day. Now, this is also the type of thing that involves a lot of discipline because it is hard if you're so used to in your routine, like coming home, scrolling reels, watching TV, all that kind of stuff. It's very difficult to change that around, but you have to have discipline. If if being better and improving your time management is something you're serious about, this should be something you're serious about, right? You should be serious about moving that to the end of your night, or you should be aware that the things that you're doing just you can still do them just not right now, right? Move it to a different time of day. This is where you're really going to start to see a difference is this tip number three, I think where, you know, it's, it's most often skipped over. It's not recognized. And this could be the game changer for you. So let's quickly recap. 
Tip number one is know your schedule, be aware, know what's going on, have your calendars, whatever works for you, whether it's, you know, whiteboards or paper or your phone, but know your schedule so that you're not constantly running behind. Tip number two is to have systems. Anything that you do repeatedly every day or every other day or, or often enough, have a system for so that you're not wasting time thinking about it or winging it. It's something that you just do automatically. And tip number three, know your roadblocks. Know what you procrastinate with, know what distracts you, be aware of those things so that you can take control of it. So I hope this was helpful. If you are somebody that struggles with time management and you have other people around you who who you think could really benefit from this episode, please go ahead and share this on Instagram and tag me so that I know it was beneficial to you. I always love to have conversations with people who resonate with the podcast. So please go ahead and do that and never hesitate to reach out if you ever have a question and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode really hit home for you, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram or even tag me in your stories and then your friends can listen in too. And always remember, you only get one life. So let's make sure we live with purpose.